right, hello everybody. Welcome once again to another episode of Unleash Your Strengths with Eddie Villa. So good to be here to talk with you about the second part to this episode, <laughs> this full episode, this very meaty episode of you're always enough and you're never too much. All right, so if you're listening to my show for the first time and this is the first episode you're listening to, it might want you might want to grab another show <laughs> because I'm just going to continue where I left off with in my last show. So here's what's important. What did we talk about last time? Yesterday, I mean, you should say. Yesterday we talked about this. In the last episode we talked about this. It's that understanding what happens Right? Whenever you're in situations where you feel like who you are is either too much or not enough, right? it's really understanding what happens. And, this is, and, and what's interesting is I've learning that it's difficult for a lot of people to really be able to answer this question. It's what do you do when you think who you are is not enough or too much? I'm going to give you an example of this. For before I move on to the solution here, let's get back to talking about what happens. So when I'm in situations where I feel like I am not enough or too much, when it, it's, it's interesting. Um, actually, let me back up. Let me, let me have you think about this for yourself for a second. Let's say you're in a situation where you're trying to do something. All right, You're trying to grow a business or you're trying to build up your own health or you're trying to improve um, your relationships, right? or you're trying to, you know, build a belief in yourself, okay? Let's say you're in those situations and you're trying to do those things. What are you doing? What is it you're trying to do? Like, what is it you have to do to do that, right? Well, to grow a business, you have to market your business and you have to sell products, right? You gotta generate leads and close sales, etc. okay? When you're trying to build a relationship, what are you doing? You're, you're going on, um, maybe you're going on date nights, uh, maybe you're spending extra time with uh, the person you're trying to build a relationship with. You know, maybe you're just trying to do things for people, okay? All right. And when you're trying to build the belief in yourself, you're listening to positive audios, you're listening to uplifting uh, messages, maybe you're attending trainings and workshops and seminars. Uh, what happens when you're trying to build your own health up, right? You're exercising, you're eating right, and you're working out, right? Or you're moving your body or whatever. If you're trying to improve your health, let's say you're doing all those things. Okay. So while you're doing the work, at some point in time, you, the thought in your head, you take a look at the results you're getting or not getting, and you suddenly start to think that who you are is not enough or too much. And have you had that moment where you think that, and then you start to hesitate, right? You get in your head and you start to hesitate and you're thinking, what am I doing? or what am I doing wrong, or why isn't this working, or what's wrong with me, or maybe this is not, you know, maybe I'm not cut out for this, maybe this is not for me, etc., etc. We all, okay, we all go there, even if it's just for a minute. But what I want you to pay attention to is, what do you do when you're in that situation? You know, nobody just sits and stares at the wall for hours and hours and hours. At some point, you do something and I'll explain what it is for me, how I noticed. I noticed this a while back, and this is what I do. When I'm in situations where I'm trying to work hard to grow my business or my health or relationships or whatever, or my belief in myself, um, I get in, if I get in a situation where I suddenly feel like what I'm trying to learn, I'm just, I can't do it, I can't get it done, I, what I'm trying to achieve just won't work, 
and I immediately believe that I'm the wrong person for it. And when I think I'm the wrong person for it, I suddenly start to um, feel emotional distress and pain. And it, it becomes so painful that I have to um, self-medicate, right? So I try to dull the pain by getting lost in something. And what do I get lost in? I get lost in my phone, right? I'll pull out my phone, start scrolling, pick an app, and I start scrolling. You know, Instagram or Facebook or whatever, or Snapchat or whatever. I don't even, you know, it's weird. It's like when I go on Facebook or Instagram or whatever, it's weird. I don't even actually look at anything. I just scroll. And what's happening in that moment is I'm legitimately trying to alleviate pain. The pain of what it feels like when you're not doing what you know you can do. What you know you should do. <laughs> uh, you know, and so you've chosen to believe in that moment. You're not the one for it, though. So here you are wanting to achieve, but don't believe in yourself. High achiever, low self-assurance, right? Even if you have high self-assurance, you're, you're worried that, you know, you might be overbearing with the situation that you're trying to control or improve on. You know, if you're trying to improve your health, maybe you're going too far. Maybe you're overdoing it. Or if you're trying to improve your relationships, maybe you're being a little too needy or being a little too pushy. If you're trying to build your business, you know, maybe you're being a little too hard, hard of a closer or a salesperson or marketing person or whatever. Or maybe if you're trying to improve your belief with yourself, you spend too much time beating up on yourself because you're not quote unquote there yet, you know? So what do you do? So now you understand, I, I've shared with you what I do. Oh, I also eat chocolate or I find bread. That's another thing, right? I find bread or I eat chocolate. So what do you do? What do you do? <laughs> what do you catch yourself doing? What's awesome about this, and this is the important thing to understand, that nothing will ever change unless you understand why it is the way it is first. And that is always the key. The, nothing will ever change. Your finances will never change until you understand why they are the way they are. Your relationships will never change unless you understand why they are the way they are. I, I honestly believe this. I, you know, you could tell me... You can tell me that's not true or whatever. That's fine. I just never seen an example of anything else in my life or with the people, the hundreds of people that I've worked with. I've never seen any other example. Your belief in yourself, the way you think and look about yourself, look at yourself, will never change unless you understand why you look at yourself that way. And of course your health, right? If you're trying to drop a few pounds or whatever, It'll never change unless you understand why it is that way. The truth is that the majority of the reason why things are the way they are is because you have the way you think. This is the first part to shifting. And I know this. I learned this very early on. I kept trying to fix things from outside without having to change me, and that just never worked. I tried forever to try to change things without having to change me, because I would prefer that way, right? I just want to, hey, you know, if I, if I want to make more money, why can't I just make more money and say, and then, you know, cut costs over here and whatever? Why don't I just do that? You know, why do I have to change who I am? 
And yet every month, the you know, bills or whatever and finances just kept repeating. Or when it comes to my health, right? It's like, oh, why can't I just, just eat better and, 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 and move my body a little bit more? You know? But no, because ultimately the reason is it's the way it is because that's how I think. How can, why can't I just improve my relationships a little bit more? Get people to trust me more? No, you don't understand because they, your relationships are the way they are because you wait the way you think. And of course, you know, every aspect of our life is this way. So understanding how, you know, why we think the way we think will under help us take power. Take power. The purpose of this is to understanding gives you power. When you get it, you can then shift it, change it, do something different. This is what we're trying to do here. We're trying to do something different. So um, let's, use, uh, let's use some great examples with the strengths domains, right? So let's say if you're trying to improve your health and it's not working, right? What you have to understand is that the, our health is the way it is because of the way we think. Because how we think influences how we feel. And how we feel has a total dominance over what we do. <laughs> okay? Always remember that. Everything you think always creates a feeling. And I'm not talking about being emotional. It's not what I'm talking about. It's just a feeling. It doesn't feel good when we think certain things like I'm not enough or, or I'm too much. It doesn't feel good. But when we feel like that, it affects how we act. So the important thing is to ask yourself, okay, what are the factors that are contributing to my health? How I eat, right? How I take care of my body, what I put in my body and how, how often I rest and so on, right? So take a look at your health and ask yourself, do you sleep enough? Do you eat well? Do you exercise? And then when I ask you those questions, wait for some stories to come along. Say, I can't do that because this, or I don't know how to do that because this, or I, I, this and that would never let me do that, right? Okay, do so you understand now? Let's say if I was gonna ask you, have, have you been uh, putting money away? saving $1,000 a month, let's say $2,000 a month or whatever, or $500 a month. Have you been putting savings away and still have money every month uh, at the end of the month, right? And then here comes the stories. Well, I can't because I got this bill. I can't because I got that bill. And because I've been on a job for this long and nobody's giving me a promotion or whatever. You feel that? What happens when, you, when I say, hey, have you, what is the last time you've, been, you've worked to improve your relationship? Let's say with your spouse. When have you gone on date nights? Well, I can't go on date nights because we have... Uh, I can't afford a babysitter, or I don't have time, I'm working all the time, or I'm always gone, I'm traveling seven months out of the year, right? Okay. What about when you're trying to improve your belief in yourself? Well, I can't, I don't know what to do. Every time I try, I just get, I get, um, I, I get flustered. I can't read books because I, I, I get uh, distracted too easily. I don't have time to listen to audio books because I'm too busy working. You see what I'm saying? When you listen... When you, hear, when you hear this, I, I can bet that you've listened to this and you've heard one of those excuses and you've told them. And these are just stories. Now let's understand where this comes from so we can shift it. When we were between the ages of zero and seven, our brains is like a, it's like a video recorder. It doesn't have the, the capability 
to do certain things. The only thing a brain has the ability to do between the ages of zero and seven is to just take in information and data. That's it, it's like a constant video camera. And right around eight and nine years old, right, right around eight and nine years old, your brain started to develop the ability to take the information that it's been fed and tell stories with it. And when statistics show that 90%, 90% of the information we take in between the ages of zero and seven is limiting belief type information. Like when your mom won't let you tie your own shoes, right? Or <laughs> she's constantly feeding you because she loves you, right? And instead of just giving you the spoon and say, here, figure it out. You know, honestly, the, the majority of us have been um, taken care of so well by our parents between the ages of zero and seven that we've created the belief that we can't do things on our own, right? When I was, um, my gosh, like five years ago, no, that's a lie. Ten years ago, I was talking with my brother and uh, he and I were having this conversation and um, I was telling him about my earliest memory of when him and my dad fought and um, what happened was my dad had hit my mom and my brother saw my mom bleeding and and he went after him. My brother went after my dad. And they got into a nasty fight. And I remember it very well. They got into a nasty fight and um, they broke one of my toys. And I was telling my brother about this and I was like, hey, man, I remember this. I remember this so well I could draw it. If I was an artist, I could draw it for you. And he was looking at me like, are you you're kidding me? And I'm like, yeah, I remember that very well. And he's like, how could you remember that? You were two. I'm like, I was two? He's like, yeah, you were two years old. And I'm telling him, like, man, I remember it specifically. Because the two of you were fighting. And I remember you both fell and you broke my little piano. I had a little wooden piano. I can't remember what it sounded like, but I remember what it looked like. I must have only had it for a short while. And they busted it. They broke it. And at two years old, I remember it. I remember it all. I remember the sound, my mom screaming, my brother and my dad fighting, and the smashing sound of my piano. And I know for a fact, I know now for a fact, and I had to do some understanding of this with myself, is that that created a fear inside of me of what happens when men fight, people get hurt and it's not pretty. It's kind of interesting how when you dig and you find these stories or you find these reasons of why you think the way you think, it can help you understand that it's not your fault. There's nothing wrong with you. You're not lazy and you're not, you're not lazy, you're not uncommitted, <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe you, you, maybe you act like you're lazy. Maybe you act like you're not committed. It's not because you don't want it bad enough. It's because literally there are things that have happened between the ages of zero and seven that created a story that helped, that you have been living with ever since you were eight and nine years old. I mean, you gotta think about this, man. Between the ages of zero and seven, <laughs> You were in the care of some people who probably didn't know who they were at all 
and did a lot of weird things. You know, whatever that is. You were in the, um, you were in the presence of people who were your parents, number one, babysitters, number two, daycare, if, if you had daycare when you were growing up, your kindergarten teacher, preschool teacher, of course, and first grade teacher, or any assistance that they had. These adults shaped and molded some powerful beliefs you chose to take on between the ages of zero, so between the age of eight and nine. And they're still there. So how do we shift this? Number one, let go of ownership of everything that you think is wrong with you. Let go. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. You didn't know. You just, you're just really smart. And the smarter you are, the more strong these beliefs are. The highly intelligent are the ones who are the most afflicted with this. Because you're so smart, you come up with these great ideas and these great stories to keep you down. Because, they, because you have to adhere to the story you took on when you were eight and nine years old and it's buried deep, deep, deep in your subconscious. I want you to know there's more than, there's, you're more than enough and you're never too much. Never. You're always enough and never too much. Ever. So when you look at your strengths report, that is truth. Not the story buried deep in your subconscious. The truth is, these strengths are yours. And they are where you are happiest. They are also where you are best at influencing and moving and helping other people. But the first person you got to help and start pushing and moving forward is you. And the first thing we got to do with that is let go of ownership of all the things you thought were wrong with you. You don't need to own it anymore. It didn't, it, it was not yours to own to begin with. It was a made up story. And it was so good you chose to hold on to it your whole life. And in order to change this, in order to make a difference right now, is to start telling a new story. That's it. I can improve my health. I can improve my business. I can improve my relationships. I can improve my belief in myself. I can. I totally can. I can do it. Here's my top 10 strengths, and this is how I can do it. Here's my bottom five strengths, and this is where I go when I think I'm not enough or I am too much. I also know, and you can say this to yourself now, I also know what I do when I'm in situations where I think who I am is not enough or too much. Because I can, I can tell I'm grabbing chocolate or I'm scrolling on Facebook, right? Need, like needlessly, absolutely needlessly. I'm self-medicating. People self-medicate in many different ways. Some use alcohol, some use drugs, some use pornography, whatever. Everybody's got something. What is yours? And now, now you will always know it. After listening to this show, you'll always know it. You'll always know what is happening. So when you catch yourself doing the things that are a result of a trigger due to a feeling that who you are is not enough or too much, then you can trace it back to the moment that made you think that that was true. 
And then you can go back and go, what was I trying to accomplish? And then you take your top 10 strengths and you apply them. Use, you're going to solve the problem by building relationships or moving people forward or getting things done or thinking and learning and creating. Because you're a genius. You're amazing. And you can do anything, especially when you are convinced that who you are is enough and will never be too much. So here's your, your job from this point forward. Every single day, spend the morning asking yourself, how can I create an experience today that proves that who I am is perfect for what I want? And then go create that experience. At some point, you will not be able to deny the results that come from using your strengths every single day. I hope this has been a massive awakening for you just like it is a great reminder for me in this moment i'll be honest with you i had a couple of revelations while i was going through this and my mind going oh eddie of course <laughs> it's so funny when i do these podcasts i actually my head goes oh yeah that's how i solve that problem <laughs> Oh my gosh, I want you to know that I had a really good revelation for myself uh, during this episode, and I'm so grateful. I kind of feel like I went through it with you. Um, and I'll share it. I promise I'll share it in another episode. For now, we're going to let this one, we're going to let this puppy roll. I want you to share this show with somebody you know that needs it. And I want more than anything is to hear from you. A five-star rating and review, that'll do it. Let me know what you love about the show, and how you want me to keep doing it. What do you want me to talk about? <laughs> okay. Um, feel free to message me. Uh, by the way, if you, you want to get started with strengths coaching or if you want to get started with building a business, right now that's what I'm doing. I'm putting together programs for people who are building a network marketing business, but I'm currently working on a marriage program. <laughs> that's right. Um, recently, uh, I've had a couple of couples who are very... Um, connected, very well connected, very amazing people hire me to help them with their marriage. And these are incredible people that I'm starting to fall in love with. So this concept of doing marriage, um, I wouldn't call it counseling. I, I don't even know what to call it yet, but I'm helping people with their marriages. That's coming up too. Um, I'll also, my program will also be about how to help parent your children when you find out your children's strengths, how to help your children be who they are. Um, so parenting, children, coaching, um, sports, I mean, all kinds of things when it comes to strength. So I hope, I hope you choose to um, stick around because there's going to be a lot more stuff coming. But for now, if you're interested in building a network marketing business, go to eddiepvia.com and go to um, network marketing training or business or strengths coaching. Either one of those is fine. And I've got a program coming up in the next couple of weeks that you'll be able to join. And uh, if you're interested in um, working on your marriage, you can go to eddiepvia.com and go for strengths coaching and message me through there um, as well. That's what I'm working on right now. And I'm, I'm here for you, be of value to you and be of support to you and make a difference in your life and everything you want. Have a great, have a great day and enjoy the episode. We'll see you tomorrow. This episode is brought to you by LaunchPod Media.